You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Welcome back to Sprott Money News. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up for Friday, August the 5th, 2016. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual this morning is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig. Uh, happy to be here. Lots of interesting things going on, even though we might end up with a bit of a down week here. But uh, lots to chat about. We haven't had a lot of down weeks, have we? Uh, but so far, with today being down over $20 in gold, gold now down almost 1% on the week. All of it on the backs of this jobs report that we got this morning. I bet you've got a few thoughts on that, Eric. <laughs> well, of course, the first thing is the people should be trained not to believe the jobs report, okay? Because it's a government-sponsored uh, uh, report. It's always, the people always want to make make it seem like things are going well. But a lot of the data points that we see in the real economy are not good. I can uh, point to uh, tax withholdings are way down this year, particularly uh, to uh, people that are self-employed. They're way down. The corporate tax payments are down something like 11% year over year. Uh, even the withheld, where people are employed full-time, uh, we're down um, 1% in July versus June. So that's a, the, what, the best proxy you can have. But there's so many other things, whether it's capital goods or Class A trucking or car loading or whatever. They're all really punky. And yet we're told that we're creating all these jobs. And, and Craig, you, you can go right through it. And, of course, the jobs that create are crummy jobs versus the jobs we lose. We lost uh, 49,000 permanent jobs in the month of July, according to uh, Challenger Great Christmas study. And, of course, those 49,000 jobs... They might have paid as much as 150000 of the new jobs. So I'm, I've never been a jobs guy. Uh, we know that the, the cartel loves to smash it on a Friday morning at 8.30. Uh, Asia's closed. Uh, Europe's kind of winding down. It's Friday afternoon there. Uh, they can. They know, they all know 8.30, boy, we can all press the same cell button. We can have more impact, but... Uh, the last time that we had this, the, the gold rally back again. I mean, it's a little deeper this time, being down 20-odd bucks, but a uh, long way to go before 4 o'clock, so let's see what happens. And it looks like a lot of that number is uh, make-believe fantasy numbers, too, Eric. The, over 100,000 alleged jobs out of that birth-death job creation yeah. number. Uh, uh, over 100,000 jobs out of the seasonal adjustments as well. And after what happened back in May, yeah, can you really put much stock into anything that the BLS says? No. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about the jobs date, okay? There, there's no economic recovery going on to speak of. Uh, they can do anything they want with the numbers with their seasonal adjustments. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll let the boys have them knock it down here for a while and we'll all see, you know, whether... The people in China and India and uh, uh, Venezuela and uh, Turkey, I'm pointing out two countries where whose currencies are just getting crushed, uh, where they all, when they all figure out they should own gold and or silver uh, to survive this thing. So the, the momentum's still there for gold and silver to go a lot higher. And unfortunately, we've got to put up with these things just so they can make it look like it's not totally skyrocketing immediately, but we'll win the day for sure. You mentioned some of the other fundamentals. We got a fundamental bit of news just yesterday out of the Bank of England with a rate cut, jumping on board with the ECB and the Bank of Japan and just about everybody else. More rate cuts. What do you make of that? Same old, same old, right? 
everybody reverts to the printing press when uh, things aren't looking so good. And, of course, the uh, the whole economic, even the, all the GDP numbers, we didn't even talk about U.S. Well, I guess U.S. GDP was last week, but, I mean, it's horrendous. And uh, I think the U.K., they went from, what, expectations of 2.1 down to 0.8 uh, for 2017. So the bank steps in and... Um, starts printing money and of course we i think we have a serious banking problem going on in europe here we've had you know the banking stocks get obliterated and that was incredibly uh, instructive that credit suisse and deutsche bank are being knocked out of the euro stocks 50 uh and the italian banks have been weak and you know it's obviously the banks are over how do they make money in a zero interest rate environment i have no idea because who would leave their money in a bank to pay the bank to hold the money why not take it out and you know put in your mattress or buy gold or do something more productive with it than losing a a certain amount every year so we still have all the problems that make uh, gold very interesting demand signs are everywhere eric we we see it around the globe in physical demand we see it in gold related investments from the gld to the mining shares and you and I are both watching the deliveries, if you want to call them that, on the COMEX. Another big delivery month in August. What do you make of that? Yeah, it's a big number. Uh, what was it, 41 tons, something like that? Uh, plus the GLD is is stacking on gold like you can't believe. I think so much so, so far in August, we've had four official days reported. We're already up uh, 15 tons. I mean, we just, the world just can't go on keeping putting four and five tons a day. And that's just the GLD. There's other ETFs around that uh, uh, that are uh, buying physical gold as well. So, I mean, the ETF demand has been overwhelming here. It's going to be like a thousand tons this year, um, and, and which would imply a net change of something like twelve or thirteen hundred tons because they've actually they sold. I think it was three hundred tons last year. So, I don't know how you move. Let someone come in for twelve or thirteen hundred tons in a four thousand ton market, and not uh, not see. Uh, the star is just going crazy here in, in the sense of the price going up because it's impossible to fit them in. And I think one of the bigger question marks is, you know, are these deliveries real deliveries? And are they really physical deliveries? Or is just some some commercial bank saying, yeah, I promise to deliver sometime in the future. And that's, uh, that's very, very possible. Yeah, you know, and Eric, I'm sitting here thinking about the uh, average average guy or gal out there listening to us that almost forgets what a bull market in the metals is like. It's been a long three or four or five years. Uh, we get days like this. We get weeks like this where we're down 1%. Can maybe you could just, in your experience, remind everybody how a bull market usually progresses and, and to just be patient. Well, that's a great question, by the way, Craig, because I was involved in the bull market that started in 2000 and gold was whatever 255 on its way to uh 1900 255 to 1900 uh, over a period of uh, about 11 years and i can tell you it wasn't smooth in fact we always felt like we lost more days than we won right yeah yeah and we probably did lose more days than we won but of course the winning was way beyond what anyone would have imagined, the, the stocks went up 1,400%, uh, gold went up uh, 600%, silver probably went up 1,000% off its low. So the, the returns were unbelievable, but you had to put up with all this nonsense in the market because certain forces are at work all the time. And, and of course, we're always threatening to overcome them, and I think we might be overcoming them this time, but they still have these little battles that they win. 
and you just got to hang in there and uh, believe in your own analysis and and be patient and in fact i mean how patient do you have to be in these first six months to make 150 percent that's a pretty good reward for being a little bit patient absolutely right so so i i think that's instructive about how patient people should become we talk about that you and i i talk about that at my site trying to not get caught up in the tick by tick because today feels terrible you look at the hui index being down 10 points and you think oh my gosh but eric for the week the hui's unchanged so yeah. I, I know you want to talk a little bit as we wrap up about what there's still great remaining potential in the shares. Maybe you can leave everybody a little nugget there. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was just talking to an executive of a company, a mining company, and uh, they've got some things going on, but you're going to change production in 17 versus 16. And I said, well, let's just imagine that uh, the price of the metal you produce goes up by uh, – 25%, let's do the math here, and multiplying the ounces times the, the times the the, um, the price less the cost of producing. I said, you know what? I'm coming up with a number that shows you cash flowing your market cap. And that's what the opportunity is, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you, there's still companies that, that if you can imagine a slight increase in the uh, price of gold and silver, they're incredibly inexpensive. And they're out there, and uh, imagine if that happened to be the truth, and maybe the stock goes to 10 times cash flow. I mean, that's a 10-bagger from here. And believe me, it's like other stocks that have already gone up 100 or 200%, but they're still cheap. So I I think there's uh, amazing opportunity uh, in the precious metal stocks as there is in the precious metals. So all the more reason to be patient and we as we wrap we talked a little bit last week about seasonality maybe we ought to go back there because there are a lot of reports too about slowdown in in physical demand here in the summertime but now we're getting into august and september uh perhaps that little fundamental will kick in as well well it should pick up uh, particularly with the you know religious uh, um, celebrations in india plus the whole uh, christmas thing when there's a lot of jewelry sold over Christmas, so the uh, the manufacturers have to start ordering their precious metals here so they can uh, fabricate the product that they hope to sell in November and December. So, uh, I mean, it could be very strong. Everything you look at in gold, I mean, to me, it's incredibly positive uh, on the physical side, but it's, it's even more positive in, in sort of the sustaining side. Like, look what the fools are doing. I mean, it's printing money, uh, uh, wasting money. Uh, we have an election here where both uh, aspirants to president look like they want to spend a lot of money and increase deficit spending. So it's all very, very constructive for uh, people to continue to hold and buy uh, gold and silver. Well, we have a little setback today, but that doesn't mean we won't be uh, looking at higher prices by next Friday, Eric. I look forward to visiting with you then. I do as well, Craig. All the best to you and the listeners. And from everyone here at Sprott Money News, thanks for listening and have a great weekend.